You are tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's the uh, 19th of February, the 23rd day in the month of Shvat. My name is Matis Weingast, and I'm your host this morning. As we are here every Sunday morning, bright and early on the uh, East Coast, bright and early, later in the afternoon for other people around the world, including our friends in Israel who are listening now, and other places in the world. Thank you for joining us this morning here on the Nachum Siegel Network. If you're studying Baba Basra, it's Daf Chaf Ches 28. Well, it's uh, become more mild here in our area. 51 degrees and cloudy right now, going up to a high of 64 sunny degrees. And later on tonight, 57 degrees and clear. In Jerusalem right now, it's 55 degrees and clear, heading down to a low of 37 degrees. So they'll be about 20 degrees cooler tonight than we will be in our area. We'll find out more from Hannah Julian at 8 o'clock with uh, the news from Israel, which she will hopefully present to us this morning. Uh, at 7.30, we will be joined by Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. And uh, at 10 to 8, 10 minutes to the, uh, to the hour, we'll be joined by Yoni Pollock. He's network coordinator here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and we'll be talking about his, uh, his appearance on Wheel of Fortune. Very exciting and... Uh, he did a great job, and we'll find out a little bit about that and about behind the scenes. So he'll be joining us there, and uh, that's the uh, that's the setup for the program. If you have any uh, comments or thoughts or questions, uh, you can uh, you can comment on the app. NachumSiegelNetwork.com is a place to listen, and of course the app NSN app. Go get it if you don't have it already. If you're listening on the listen line or somewhere else someplace else like that, or, uh, again, comment on the app. If you want to uh, let us know, want to request a song, we'll try to do what we can with the requests. We're going to go right to the music with Simcha Liner, get things going with uh, HaMelech, right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Oh, 
One thing I must recognize is a lack of depth and soul. If only that bird would ask itself, why do I build this nest? Some thought it could invest. It's true. And through the ocean mist, I can discern who I will be. Carried by the waves of what's become my history. And are we really living if we can't change? Oh, if we are merely products of our Can find us. 
מלאכים שומרים עלינו. מלווים את החיים, מאירים לנו את הדרך, ואנחנו לא רואים. רותקים נופלים עלינו, מתקנים את השברים, נסתרות רחב למעלה, מה אנחנו כבר יודעים? ניצוצות של גאולה, מתגלים עכשיו, נותנים לנו תקווה. אין סוף לטוב שיבוא עלינו, הסוף הטוב קרוב כל כך עכשיו. מסתתר בתוך השקט וממתין ליום בשורה. עוד יבוא זמן שנשב כאן, אז תתבהר האפלה. ניצוצות של גאולה, מתגלים עכשיו, נותנים לנו תקווה, אין סוף הסוף הטוב קרוב כל כך That was music by Yaakov Shweki here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you. We're going to go to uh, Rabbi Goldwasser uh, right away now, and then uh, I'll let you know what is happening during the rest of the show. It is, uh, it is uh, our first half hour is gone. It's 7.30, 7.31 actually. Uh, and at this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi Goldwasser, Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Zolzech and Nishmas, Rav Zevri, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Chazal teach us 
Afilu Cherevchada, Munachas al Tsavaroshaladam, that even if a sharp sword rests upon the neck of a person, Al Yimna Atzma Minorachamim, they should never give up. At the junction of a creek, late one night, a Jewish soldier was surrounded by five enemies with drawn knives. A great miracle happened. The soldier succeeded in mortally wounding four of them. Terrified, he quickly fled and hitched a ride. The fifth picked up all the knives and also ran away. The police came, and eventually the soldier was captured. All of his protests that he was innocent fell upon deaf ears. He could not explain where the knives had disappeared to and how he managed to kill four armed men all by himself. He was accused of staging the entire incident, and he was sentenced to a strong prison term. Although they constantly questioned about the incident, the soldier maintained his innocence and stuck to his story. After a few months, a Rav came to visit the prison, and the soldier spoke to him. Even if I'm not religious, I have questions. Hashem saved me from death. Why did he throw me into prison? The Rav asked him, How do you know that Hashem saved you? The soldier said, When I saw the terrorists and they were surrounding me, I knew that I was standing in the shadow of death. I prayed that Hashem should save me. The Rav asked him, And how do you know to ask this from Hashem? You're not religious. The soldier told him, At that moment, I recalled my grandfather's words, who said, Tzachi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ozer. Remember that Hashem saves, Gam Lemi Shaloi Makeroto, even the person that doesn't recognize Hashem. When the Rav left the prison, he immediately went to the great Goin Rav Steinman and repeated his conversation with the soldier. Rav Aaron Leib said, He sees HaKadosh Baruch Hu listened to his tefillah, he listened to his prayers, and he helped him. Why doesn't he turn again to Hashem and ask Him to help him another time? He should be mispalal again. Why doesn't he? The Rav answered, What does he have to be mispalal here? Over there, it was the sword that rests on his shoulder. But over here, it's just a life sentence. Rabaran Leib smiled and said, He knows how to shoot. Nevertheless, he prayed that he should be successful in killing off the enemy. If that's so, let him pray again that he should be saved. The next time the Rav came to the prison, he repeated the words of Steinman. He encouraged the prisoner to be mispalot to Hashem, and to be mischanen, to supplicate with his whole heart. Weeks later, the Rav was walking on the street. He saw the soldier walking towards him. He said to him with great surprise, Tzachi, what are you doing here? Did you break out of prison? I thought it was supposed to be a long sentence. Tzachi answered and said, Hashem listened to my tefillot. He took me out. The army captured the fifth Arab, and they interrogated him. It was discovered that he was the one that took the knives and escaped to his village. The soldier was immediately freed 
after spending only four months in prison. Such is the power of prayer. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. 7.35 in the morning, Eastern Time, here on JM Sunday. Matis Wine Guest with you on this, the 23rd of Shvat, 19th of February. Three weeks from today will be Purim. We will be here on Purim. Not exactly sure what our program will be. We might just play a lot of Purim music. But I don't know. We're going to have to think about that. A couple of ideas floating around. And uh, I'll just keep it tuned, as always, to uh, the Nachum Siegel Network and um, and JM Sunday. Uh, let's see what is coming up. Yoni Pollock is coming up. He'll be up in about uh, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, actually. Uh, he will join us at um, at about 10 to 8, 10 to the hour, uh, talking about his appearance on uh, Wheel of Fortune. Very exciting. So we'll hear about that from him. He, of course, is a network coordinator here at the Nachum Siegel Network and uh, does a tremendous amount of work. So we uh, we appreciate his uh, joining us a little bit from now. And then the news from Israel will be after that. What did we hear before... Uh, before Yaakov Shwaki, we heard from Shalshelis, Ari Goldwag, Moshe Mendelowitz, and Simcha Liner. It was our uh, song selection from this, uh, from the first half hour of this morning's show. It's 51 degrees outside, heading up to a high of 64 degrees and sunny. Um, Elliot Weisenberg tells me that there will be no new show tonight. It'll be a replay of last week's episode. There will be a new show on Tuesday night that will recap the last week of the regular season and preview all the fun of the upcoming Yeshiva League playoffs. And um, that will take place on uh, on Tuesday at 7 o'clock, the new show. But there will be an encore presentation of last week's show tonight at 7 o'clock. And, of course, great programming all day long after this show is a Music Mix, Live Lunch, Encore with Avrami, and then Saturday Night Seagull, Encore with Avrami. And then uh, Music Mix will take you throughout the day. So uh, we uh, we will look forward to that. Keep, keep it tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. Up next, Benny Friedman. Here is Rock Biyachad on JM Sunday. <laughs>
גם יוכל, אם נעימה, מתי ומה נעים, שבשחים גם יוכל, אם נעימה, מתי ומה נעים, שבשחים גם יוכל, אם נעימה, מתי ומה נעים, שבשחים גם יוכל, רק ביחד נגיד הגאולה, רק ביחד נצא מאפלה.
with Yibane here on JM Sunday Matas Wine Guest with you. Thanks for joining us, everyone. It is about 10 minutes to the hour, and uh, we'll have our news from Israel around 8 o'clock this morning. Great programming continues, of course, all day long here on the network, and uh, we have a music mix at 9 o'clock, live lunch encore with Avrami, and live and Saturday Night Seagull encore with Avrami. Great music mix all day long. And at 7 o'clock, we have... Uh, Elliot Weiselberg with Court Report, but he tells me that there won't be a new show tonight. It will be a replay of last week's episode, and uh, the uh, 
The new show will be on Tuesday night, and that'll be at 7 o'clock on the network. He'll recap the last week of the regular season and preview all of the fun of the upcoming Yeshiva League playoffs. So that's the schedule for today. And one of the people, by the way, who makes sure that everything works well at the uh, network is network coordinator Yoni Pollock, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome him to JM Sunday. Good morning, Yoni. Good morning. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thanks for being here. Uh, besides the fact that you practically run the network, uh, well, we won't we won't tell Miriam that she'll <laughs> she'll have to she'll have to increase your uh, your salary by tenfold. If uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> that'll be another discussion. Uh, but uh, you are network uh, coordinator here on the Nachum Siegel Network, uh, and uh, if, just for a moment, tell everyone what you do here on the network, please. Besides- All right. So my title is network coordinator, uh, which basically means I deal a lot with logistics. When we do shows, hopefully we do you know live lunches on the road. When we travel to Venice and Paris and whatever, uh, so I do uh, I do a lot with those logistics. But I also I have my own show on Wednesday morning, bite size. other shows and, and do some editing. Uh, it keeps me busy. Right, absolutely. Bite Size is a great show. It follows uh, JM and the AM on uh, Wednesday mornings, and it's not, you know, it, you, you're on for two hours. Uh, it really should call be called something like a chunk of time with Yoni Pollock, not the, you know, <laughs> not just Bite Size. Uh, you have great programming. Right, well, and <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a playoff of both, I mean, my size. <laughs> I'm not exactly by size, and also uh, we have a we have a lot of different contributors to the network that uh, you know contribute like ten to fifteen twenty minute interviews. Not enough for a regular show, but uh, what they do is they do a few interviews, and, and then I interview. I uh, excuse me, I introduce it and and um, you know curate it and whatever. So it's a great time. It allows a lot of other people to contribute and uh, some great Jewish music, and, and it's really, I think it's a good show, not objectively without bias. That's my opinion. It is. It is a great show. I love listening to it on uh, on Wednesday mornings. Now, you are here with us this morning because you've been uh, so gracious to join me this morning to talk about your recent appearance on Wheel of Fortune, which uh, everyone is super excited about. Um, you did a great job. You actually won a little bit of money. You won a, the, the way you're describing it, you won a bite size of money, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're very happy that you that you got there and and uh, you, you didn't end up with Pat Sajak saying to you, well, it was nice to have you even though you won our minimum $1,000 or whatever right. it is. Uh, so it was really great. And, uh, you know, I know that you also uh, have a goal of being on every single network show on the Nachum Siegel Network to talk about the, um, the, the appearance. Uh, so I appreciate you joining us. A couple of questions. I know our family, we watch Wheel of Fortune all the time. Were you a wheel watcher um, your whole life? Is your family into that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we, I mean, when I, it's funny because when my mom was, uh, we were kind of like sort of prepping for the show or whatever, and my mom was asking me what I'm going to talk to Pat about during the introduction. She said I could bring up the story of when I was four years old, how we used to watch, and then because I, I loved Wheel of Fortune so much, she bought me this Wheel of Fortune game, which I have no recollection <laughs> of, but I told a great story. Uh, but we actually, we do watch it all the time in our house. Friday nights, I'm, I'm from Houston, Texas, so where my community, Shabbos, in the summer always starts at 7 o'clock, and Wheel of Fortune's at 6.30. And without fail, every Friday night in the summer, it's, you know, we're all getting dressed, getting ready for Shabbos, and Wheel of Fortune's on, and, and just after the bonus round at 6.54, we shut the TV, and then <laughs> we go to school. So Wheel of Fortune's been a big part of our family for quite some oh, time. Oh, man. 
It's always been a dream of mine to actually go on. Well, I was going to say, when did you first have a thought, uh, as a two-parter here, when did you first have the thought of uh, actually trying out for Wheel of Fortune? And uh, did have you tried out for other game shows or, like, this was it? I want to go on Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to go for it. So Wheel of Fortune, I want to say it was probably, like, my first year in, or second year in college where, like, you know, I kept watching the show and, and I, I personally think I'm particularly good at it, and my parents thought I was good at it, and I was like, you know what, I should just apply. Like, worst case, I, I never hear back. Like, what's so bad about that? So right. probably yeah, second year, and then I actually did apply in, like, 2014, two years ago. Um, and that, you know, started the whole process. But in terms of other game shows, I haven't, not until until I actually got on Wheel of Fortune, I haven't really thought about going on other game shows, but now... After this experience, I'm, I'm starting to think about what's the next game show. Great. Wow, interesting. And, and you answered a question I was about to ask is the, the length of time of the entire process. You started in about 2014, and your appearance was in 2017. I know it tapes a short time before the appearance, but it's about that uh, two years or so, more than two-year time span. Right. So, I mean, it, 2014, it's a little... Not fair to say that. It was literally, like, I think I sent in my application, like, December 30th of 2014. When okay. I was trying to, like, you know what, I'm going to well, do it. It's still 15 uh, and 16, you know. That's, right. That's, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yes, yeah, I sent in my application in the late, late 2014, and then heard back about an audition in the middle of June of 2016, about. Oh, wow. So that part was a long process, and the audition was in June in Brooklyn. And I remember, like, you, you know, you start talking to people there because it's a long day and just try to be friendly. And a lot of people said, like, oh, I only applied, like, a week ago or a month ago. And oh. I was like, I had to wait two years for this, and everyone everyone here only applied, you know, within a month. Interesting. So that part was fun, yeah. I imagine they also have a database, as all these shows have to try, try to mix people together that would, would be a fit. And, and uh, right. you know, I know they have special shows and things like that. And then uh, there isn't a broadcast every single day. There are hiatus and, you know, time spans that they're off uh, during the season. Right. Uh, so the number of shows, probably not as many as, you know, one might think. It's not every every single day. Uh, did you have to initially send in some type of video uh, or was it uh, just an application, paper application? Yeah, yeah there, was, there was a video. Uh, which is probably not my best showing, but I guess it, it got the job done. So right, absolutely. <laughs> you can post it one day. Maybe uh, we'll see it because there are posts of people's interviews. Then, then we could all sit and uh, you know make a little fun of that. Right. <laughs> uh, Yoni Pollock is my guest this morning, network coordinator here at the Nachum Siegel Network. We're talking about Wheel of Fortune. You know, I'm, I'm you're you're going to be interviewed you have been interviewed already you're going to be interviewed by more people i'm trying to stay away from the typical questions that you would would get asked i guess i you know getting into this background a little bit uh but once you um what was the feeling what what happened when you finally found out that yes i am going to be on the show i mean it was a pretty surreal moment uh, i got the what they do is is after the audition Actually, the whole audition process is very interesting. It's when, when I went there, it's sort of like a mock game that they do, okay. and then they written test. And there's about 60 people, 50 people at this audition, and then they send home pretty much 30 or about 30, 40 of them, and they say, we're sending you home, but it doesn't mean that you're on the show. It doesn't mean that you're not on the show. What it means is that we know, we know what you're like. And we know whether or not we want you. So yeah, just because you're getting sent home doesn't mean doesn't mean you're not in, even okay. though that's everyone's assumption. Right. So I'm walking out, and this 
this woman behind me is like, wow, like Yoni, I thought you were the best person there. I don't know why they sent you home. I said, <laughs> I said, like, you know, they told us you never know. So if they said in exactly two weeks, you're going to get something in the mail. So it's not an email. It's not a phone call. It's something in the mail. And it, that's only assuming that you're in. So if you're not in, you're not going to get anything. Right. And then uh, if you're in, you're getting something in the mail. So two weeks goes by, and I believe it was like July 4th weekend. So I thought I'd be getting something on a Thursday, uh, and then Thursday nothing came in, and I was like, shoot, like, did I, I, like, I thought I did so well. Like, why isn't anything coming? I was like, it's July 4th weekend. Maybe it'll be Monday. Like, things could be slow. And then sure enough, like Monday, uh, it came in, and it was just it was a great moment to see that piece of mail with the Wheel of Fortune uh you know, uh, logo on it. So it was wow. Really great. Now, oh, were you basically sworn to secrecy from the very beginning of uh, once you were accepted, or how do they, you know, tell you that once you're on, it's not going to be filmed for a while, and you cannot say a word about anything? So, I mean, after like it, once once I I knew I was going to be on the show, I could tell people I was going to go on the show. They don't want you to tell uh, all that. Like they send you packets and this, and you're not allowed to post any of that stuff anywhere or tell people about it. Um, but Right after the taping of the show, it's, I, I mean, I signed so many things. Miriam said, like, you signed your life away. Like, I'm, I'm sure I did. I have no idea what I signed, what I thought. I was pretty much keeping everything quiet no matter what. Right. Just not saying anything. Everyone's like, oh, did this happen in your show? And I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, like I can't say. And I knew my show was taping, was, was supposed to air within three weeks or a month, whatever it was. So I, like, I was like, okay, I, I, I could hold it in. Right. Um, that's a big deal. The one, the one thing that I found pretty interesting in terms of things I couldn't say is they, they wouldn't allow me, they, they said I wasn't allowed to tell people when my show was airing until a week before. So okay. I went in the middle of January, and my show aired uh, was it, February 10th right. on a Friday. So I wasn't allowed to say anything until February 3rd, the week before, which I found interesting because promote, like, I'm only promoting your show. I, like, I don't know why I wouldn't be able to say the specific air date, but... So that one was interesting, but otherwise, yeah, I pretty much was not allowed to say anything. Very right, true. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting. I'm sure they have their reasons for marketing purposes or whatever it is to, you know, keep control over everything. Uh, right. But but that's great. So so a little bit. It's eight oh two in the morning, by the way. Two minutes after the hour here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Yoni Pollock is with us. We'll get to the news from Israel shortly. Um, so you are on there. Let's talk a, a little bit about the show itself and the excitement of it uh, before we conclude. Um, you you get there. I'm sure there's you know a- hours of discussion that you could have. Tell us about it and the excitement of being there and 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 the whole the whole thing. Um, what did you feel was the most um, pressured moment of your experience on the show? The most pressured moment. Interesting. Um, I, I I consider myself. Uh, relatively confident, but obviously there's, there's always times with nerves and everything. And so, so I got there like 7 a.m. in the morning. That's when they want you there, and you're filling out a bunch of paperwork. And, and what they do, they want you there so early. The first tape is at 12, but they want you there so early because so that you can go spin the wheel and call out letters. Like they have this whole practice, try to get you comfortable within the life. But even that doesn't necessarily replicate the in-game situation. So I remember I finally get up there, and what, what, what they do is for the first 10 minutes, it's more practice mm-hmm. before before they even uh, start taping. So calling out letters, this and that, you know, loosen up, get those nerves out. But I remember it wasn't until, so I don't know if you, if you remember the episode, but the yes. first, what they do is they do a toss-up and then you talk to Pat. Right. Um, so it's not, it wasn't really until 
I talk to Pat because that's that's really the most airtime you're going to get, right? Uh, or what could be, depending on how the episode goes. But that's the most talking you're going to do. So I remember the first toss up. It's like, okay, like you're, you're still not there. And once you talk to Pat, like that's probably the most pressured situation of the game. And after that, I was like, okay, that's great. Like, let's go. We're ready. Wow. Uh, I know that the, from what I've heard about uh, people on there and what people have written about, the, you have production people that come out to, you know, to calm you down and get you set up when you're about ready to go taping. Vanna White comes out, apparently. Did Pat Sajak come out or meet you beforehand? I, uh, Pat did not. Yeah, Vanna came in pretty early mm-hmm. in the morning and uh, she gave us some advice. Her, her main advice is to buy vowels. Buy vowels, uh, of course. If, if that's to. <laughs> Make our winnings a little less because every vowel is one fifty dollars. Or if it's actually, I'll, I I actually thought beforehand I would never, not, not not necessarily the last year, but like before I even applied, I was like, I'm never going to buy a vowel. It's not <laughs> helpful, but it, it really is a oh, helpful yeah. strategy. Oh, of course. But Pat, I never. I never saw Pat until the actual era. Uh, until, until that time. Now, um, and, and did you get a chance? To, uh, we know from watching the episode that, unfortunately, and of course it's by the rules, you could not mention the exact name of the place uh, for which you worked. Uh, right. But did you get to tell Pat at any time that you worked for the Nahum Siegel Network? Uh, I did not. Uh, <laughs> once, you're, once you're up there, like you're kind of focused on the game. But during the commercials, he's, he's actually a very, very nice guy, yeah. fun, personable uh, very funny. So he's like cracking jokes, and we're kind of just talking a bit. But mostly during the commercials, it's you know we we go not necessarily sit down. We we, we get off the stage, and the producers come and give us some water and right. makeup comes and touches you up. Who is not so much time with that? Right. Unfortunately, and for those who watched it, uh, so you didn't get it uh, get to the uh, to the final round. But uh, who was there with you? My my parents were sweet enough to fly in, nice. and then. My brother and sister-in-law, I remember they booked their vacation to the West Coast in the middle of January, and they're like, you know what, if you happen to be on, like, we're going to be there. I'm like, yeah. like, who knows, like, if I, get to, if I get the call then. And then I happen to get the call that I'll be on on Thursday, and they were supposed to fly into L.A. like a few hours later. So like, they're like, great, we're just going to book it a little earlier. Uh, so they changed their flight. So I had a full four guests, my, my parents and my brother and sister-in-law, and uh, it was great to have them there. Wow, really very nice. Yoni Pollock, I want to thank you for joining us this morning. I know it's a, always a busy day for you and a busy morning. I appreciate it. I know you're going to be on other shows. You had said earlier in the week, and I'm sorry I didn't catch it, that your father was going to interview you. <laughs> did he? Did that happen, by the way? It happened, and uh, it was a good time. Pitch stick, he, uh, he asked some interesting questions. And, uh, so that was on Bite Size, right? Yeah. So you can go to the archives. People can go to the archives and hear that. I, I hear rumors that Allison Josephs wants to interview you for Jew in the City. I'm sure she's going to ask you all the Jewish questions like, you know, did you get kosher food and how did it feel <laughs> being a guy up there wearing a yarmulke and how proud you were. You know, that's not my focus this morning. <laughs> she can take care of that. You did a great job there. It was very exciting. You know, we're we're living through you on this, because, especially people who enjoy watching the show. You did a great job, and, and you were definitely, definitely was a kid of Shashem. Um, you. you know, I'll throw, I'll throw that in. But it also made everybody in the network very proud because, uh, you know, you're a great representative, and you do so much, and we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Yoni, have a good day. Thanks again. We'll good be listening up. for you on uh, Wednesday morning with Bite Size, and uh, thanks again. Enjoy. Thank you. All right, take care. As uh, Yoni Pollock here on JM Sunday, Matta Swankis with you. We're going to get to the news from Israel uh, very shortly. Let's see if we can actually 
do this right now uh, while we're talking, trying to get them. Yoni had a great time there. There's so many things that uh, I could ask. Um, but uh, our time was a bit limited. I appreciate uh, Khan and Julian holding on for a moment. It's time for our news from Israel. It was time for news from Israel eight minutes ago. Uh, Khan and Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Khan and Julian. Good morning, Matis. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told the cabinet this morning that his visit with President Trump last week was historic. He said that Israel's alliance with the United States is now even stronger. The prime minister said there are several reasons for that, one being the long personal connection he has had with the president. But the other reason has to do with their common view about the threat from Iran. Both men also agreed to create joint teams to upgrade relations between Israel and the United States in the areas of security, intelligence, cyber technology, and economics, as well as in some other areas. Netanyahu says the two nations are also going to create a new team to focus on settlement in Judea and Samaria. After the cabinet meeting, Netanyahu was scheduled to leave for a visit to Singapore and Australia. This is the first visit by an Israeli prime minister to both of these countries. In Australia, Netanyahu will meet with Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, and those two leaders will hold a meeting with Israeli and Australian business leaders to work on building trade between the two countries. Netanyahu says the Israeli economy grew by 3.8% in the first half of 2016 and by 5.2% in the second half. That's showing a very clear growth trend. He congratulated the cabinet in general and the finance minister in particular on the growth of Israel's economy. Israeli Defense Minister Avigdor Lieberman met with U.S. Defense Secretary General uh, James Mattis over the weekend. The two were at the Munich Security Conference along with other top security leaders from around the world. Lieberman's office released a statement saying that the three central problems facing Israel and the United States uh, and that must be dealt with are Iran, Iran, and Iran. Lieberman told reporters there's a need to build an effective coalition against the terrorism that's being spread by Iran, including the ballistic missiles that are being developed there, and Iran's continued attempts to create nuclear weapons. Lieberman also said North Korea and Iran are two ends of the axis of evil that includes Hezbollah and the Assad regime in Syria. Iran is the common thread there. While at the conference, Lieberman also said Iran is trying to undermine Saudi Arabia's role in the Middle East. The Israeli defense minister told delegates that he's looking forward to hearing the remarks from Saudi Foreign Minister Abdel al-Juber. Lieberman warned that Iran is aiming to undermine stability in every country in the region, but he said that in the Middle East, Tehran's main destination is Saudi Arabia. A little local news now. The Prime Minister has turned over the communications ministry back in Israel to Likud Minister Tzachi Hanegbi. It's a temporary transfer, and this is expected to last for at least three months, while Netanyahu's relationship with the media is under investigation. Hanegbi is also the Minister for Regional Cooperation. And in a bit of news from abroad, 78-year-old Omar Saeed Sheikh has uh, died in prison. He's better known as the Blind Sheikh, 
or Omar Abdel Rahman. He was one of the spiritual leaders of Al-Qaeda and headed the group's international arm, entering New York in July 1990. He preached at mosques across America, including three in New York. One of his followers assassinated Rabbi Meir Kahana. He was also linked to multiple terror attacks in Egypt and numerous terror attacks within the United States. But he is now permanently gone. He was in solitary confinement and had a life sentence in prison. Let's take a look now at the weather. We finally have clear skies in Israel and warmer temperatures finally today. Winter has released its grip, at least for a little while. 55 degrees for the high in Jerusalem, strong easterly winds in the mountains, and people are skiing up in the north in the Hermon. There is snow, even though we have clear skies. Clear skies tonight as well, the low around 41 degrees. Clear skies continue on Monday. We'll see a few clouds on Tuesday, a little bit colder. Clear to partly cloudy skies on Wednesday, and the warm weather comes back again. Have a great week, everyone. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. That's our news from Israel. Thanks so much, Hannah Julian. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. My thanks to Yoni Pollock, who joined us this morning and talked about his Wheel of Fortune appearance. Uh, you can check Bite Size. He is on Wednesday mornings from uh, 9 until 11, right after Nachum Siegel's JM in the AM. And right before the live lunch with Avrami. Uh, and you can check the archive for Bite Size because you'll hear his interview with uh, his father. His father interviewed him about his appearance on Wheel of Fortune. Uh, so that's uh, that's that. And uh, again, my my thanks to Yoni and uh, apologies to Hannah Julian for getting the news on a little bit late. And apologies to the audience for getting the news on a little bit late. Uh, but uh, we wanted to get Yoni in there. Uh, we're going to, let's see, what's up? Oh, yeah, Avram Fried with uh, Tchani. This is uh, from the album Bring the House Down. It is by request from the app YMK10. Here is Avram Fried just for you.
Devika Bay with Nelech here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you. 19th of February, 23rd of Shvat. The uh, schedule continues all day long, 9 o'clock. A great Sunday music mix followed by a live lunch encore with Avrami. And a Saturday Night Seagull encore with, uh, with Avrami. <laughs> There's a pattern. 7 o'clock tonight, uh, Court Report presented by Crown Trophy. It will be an encore presentation of last week's episode. This coming Tuesday night, though, at 7 o'clock on the network. There will be a new show, and uh, Elliot will recap the uh, last week of the regular season and preview all of the fun of the upcoming Yeshiva League playoffs. So uh, make sure to keep that uh, on your schedule. Tomorrow morning, JM in the AM with Nachum at 6 AM, followed by the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. And uh, that is always something to look forward to that is exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, we played requests before. If you want to get in touch with us on the app, that's a great way of uh, of checking things out and making your comments. I want to thank uh, listener Malki who asked some questions. We actually uh, we actually had those questions on, and we're able to ask uh, Yoni about his Wheel of Fortune appearance. Uh, let's see. Yep, yeah, Purim is in three weeks from today. We'll see what our programming will be like for that morning, and. Uh, Good morning to listener Yaakov also. So thanks for everybody who's checking us out on the uh, NSN app and commenting. It's a great thing to do. If you get a chance and you go to Facebook, like our Facebook page, please. Like the actual page. Not a, like You can like a comment on there, but and you can post a comment. But l- if you like the page, that increases uh, the number there. Uh, that's uh, JM Sunday uh, on Facebook. All right, we're going to go back to music. Uh, what do we have? Mendy Jarufi is up next. And I have Rami Roth and uh, a host of others. So... Thanks for listening, everyone. Here is B'Shem Hashem by Mendy Jerufi on JM Sunday.
Thank <laughs> you. 
Thank you, Amiran Devir, for closing out this morning's show with Zehazman. It is uh, approaching 9 a.m. in the morning, and uh, great programming continues all day long here on the network, Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure to keep it tuned right here. My thanks again to uh, Yoni Pollock, who joined us this morning to talk about his appearance on Wheel of Fortune. Yoni, of course, is a network coordinator here on the Nachum Siegel Network, so it's great to uh, to speak with him. And uh, we'll be back here next Sunday morning on uh, the network. There's great programming continuing throughout the week. Nachum's on tomorrow morning. Mayor Weingarten uh, at 9 o'clock with the Israel Show. So keep it tuned. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.